You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Welcome runners. I'm DC Mukasey. I'll be a guest host today on the Running Around Charlotte podcast. If you've been in Charlotte for even a few months, listening to the radio or watching TV, then you've likely heard an ad for one of the Keffer Auto Group's eight car dealerships here in town, like Hyundai, Volkswagen, or Kia. Now, what you may not know is that their namesake owner, Jim Keffer, is pretty darn good at getting around on foot himself and on bike and in the water for that matter. Jim likes training for and competing in endurance sports, and in fact, is the name sponsor of the Keffer Cares Rocktoberfest Half Marathon and Five Miler part of the virtual Run Charlotte six-pack series of events this year. Jim's got a lot of other amazing talents, too, and we're happy to have him here on the Running Around Charlotte podcast. Jim, tell us, how'd you get started in running in the first place? You know, uh, you're, you're going to laugh. When I, you said you're a buck 40. I'm 156 to 157 on any given day. And when I was a kid, uh, I played football for Charlotte Catholic, and I win lots of beers at parties, at, you know, get, get, having people guess what position I played, because uh, I was actually just short of 200 pounds uh, when I was in high school, and I played center and defensive tackle. And so wow. I thought I was going yeah, to play uh, football for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, and when I realized that wasn't going to happen <laughs> in my freshman year in college, I took... PE run o run as they called it at App State, it. and uh, I just ran two miles as fast as I could every day, and I lost 45 pounds and got down to 155, and uh, so I, I didn't stay there the rest of my life, and I didn't run always, but mm. I have been running off and on, uh, you know, the last I'd say the last 20 years, 15 hard, but 20 years I've been running consistent. Uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I just decided that I, my dad had, my grandfather had open heart surgery. My father had open heart surgery and my brother, Rick had a heart attack. He's nine oh years God. older than I am. So he had a heart attack when he was in his early forties. And I decided that I wasn't going to uh, do that if I could help it. And uh, so started running. There you go. Now, has that experience rubbed off on uh, anybody else in your family as far as the, the running or the taking care of that? You know, uh, I have three kids. Uh, my oldest is a speech pathologist in San Diego. My middle one just had my first grandchild. Uh, yeah. She's in Asheville. Congratulations. And my youngest is a con conservationist who's out in Hawaii. Uh, and so my oldest, uh, she is a triathlete and uh, she qualified for worlds in uh, um, sprint triathlon, uh, but it was canceled. So um, she was actually, I think, okay with that because she was ready to uh, <laughs> chill out for a little bit. But yeah, so uh, one, one out of three of them is pretty steady runner. Well, I would think the one who's the uh, conservationist out there in Hawaii probably gets a little uh, on, on their feet time as well. So Yeah, you know what? He is a big <laughs> hiker. Uh, so, yeah, he does, does a lot of hiking. That's fantastic, man. That is fantastic. Well, but, but before we got on the line, uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, you being here for so long. Not a native, but darn, I'll tell you, for might as well be at that point, right? Right. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about what town looked like when you got here, 
and some of the changes uh, you've seen? Yeah, you know, uh, my, my dad uh, moved to Charlotte to become a car dealer in 74. Uh, and if you're familiar with where Tybola Road is, there was no Tybola Road. Uh, we, we were actually, it, construction was actually underway on Tybola Road uh, out there past South Boulevard uh, when, when the, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, the road wasn't even complete. So uh, I have seen a lot, a lot of growth here in town. And, you know, if you were going to go up to Lake Norman when I was a kid, you know, that was like a day trip. You know, no, nobody would ever have thought of going to Lake Norman for something less than a whole day because it was just so far away. Well, yeah, and depending on what time you start driving up there, it still is, right? <laughs> right. Well, no, yeah. Back then, yeah, you could get to Lake Norman without uh, seeing a whole lot of traffic. Not, not so much anymore. No, oh my gosh, I know. And, and talk about you know the, the the number of people and the uh, and the just the expansion of town, the expansion of business, and all that. And you kind of answered one of my questions too. Uh, how did you get into the car business? I did not know it was a family business. Tell me a little bit about that. About that. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. My dad was a workaholic, and uh, so I, I grew up. I'd see him sometimes in the morning and sometimes at night. And mm -hmm. you know, I, I had convinced myself as a kid that the one thing I was darn sure never going to do uh, was get into the car business. And so, uh, you know, as I, <laughs> I told you before we started, you know, when I was a kid, I, I didn't have a, didn't do a lot of planning for my future because mm -hmm. I was convinced I was going to be the center for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, so, you know, why, why did I need to do all of that? But right. um, as, as time went on, I went to college. Uh, I got into App State when you could do that with a uh, 900 SAT. I, I don't think that would work so well anymore. Uh, but I took up uh, pottery and running and it took me a little while to figure out what I wanted to do. And I really still never had a big desire or, or any you know, passion about anything from a work perspective uh, that I could come up with. So I took marketing and I, you know, I figured while marketing is pretty flexible, that'll give me some options. And, you know, I, I had a job lined up with electronic data systems in like Oshkosh, Wisconsin uh, after my, oh my senior goodness. year. And I'm like, I don't know where the hell that is, but it sounds really cold. Uh, and I'm not sure I want to go there. And so my dad said, well, yeah, you got a degree in marketing. That that's sort of a lot like sales. You want to try that? And yeah. So I begrudgingly I told him, well, you know, I'm going to try it, but don't don't get your feelings hurt in a week or two if I if it's you know if it's not my gig, I'll just you know, won't do it. And uh, fortunately, I, I was the top salesperson the first month, and here I am, 33 years later, and you know, still work lots of hours. Oh well, yeah. You know, it's all sales, right? At the end of the day, and the beginning right. of the day, for that matter, right? Yes. <laughs> now, now, before I touch on uh, something else you mentioned about the pottery, I, I have to ask the question: uh, since it is, for lack of a better, a family business, were any of your other siblings, or are they, in the car business? Yeah, my uh, well, I have uh, two brothers and two sisters, mm -hmm. and my oldest brother Rick was a car dealer down in Amelia Island, uh, and. He sold his dealership a year and a half ago. My brother, Michael, uh, had a dealership in um, Rocky Mount, and he sold his dealership two years ago. Uh, so they both mm -hmm. were, but yeah. uh, are, are not any longer. And there you girls, go. Uh, really, you know, dabbled a little here and there, but um, not as much. <laughs> like you said, it, it 
probably take some hours, I would assume. They, they to, were uh, the smart to ones. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's too good. Too good. Now, now, you mentioned pottery. Before we got on, you apologized for almost being late for the start of this uh, this show by saying that you you had a, a piece of pottery on the wheel there, and you'd gotten an early start. And tell, tell me a little bit about that and yeah. how you got into that. And well, I, I mentioned uh, I mentioned my 900 SAT score that uh, I got into App State with. <laughs> you know, uh, so when I when I was in my first semester there, I was like, well, I'm not a very fast reader, but I am mm-hmm. going to apply myself and I'm going to try to do real well in, in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ended up graduating um, many you know, years later uh, with a pretty good GPA. But I, I wanted to start out right. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a, a course that I can hopefully get an easy A and I won't have to do a lot of homework. So I took pottery. I uh, had a wonderful professor there, a guy named Eric Reichert, who uh, I still to this day try to keep up with every now and then. And uh, He would leave the studio on an mm-hmm. open for me. And uh, I'm not very good at moderation. So I kind of liked it. So I, w- I was doing pottery like 20, 30 hours a week trying to figure it wow. out. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it. it like uh, like running, it, it can be very therapeutic. You know, there's something to be said mm-hmm. for keeping that little uh, piece of clay centered on the wheel. Uh, and yeah. when when things get off center, it can get a little ugly. But uh, yeah, it's it's still a lot of fun, and I have a studio here in my house. That is fantastic. What, a, what I mean, and what a what an incredible outlet, and what a you know, hopefully like running uh can be a lifelong activity that you that you can you know use for you know like you said either therapy or creativity or anything like that and you mentioned you mentioned moderation and i know (laughs) i know that's something that a lot of us endurance folks have difficulty with (laughs) how in the world do you create balance with clearly a demanding job uh, and we'll touch on uh, some of your athletic accomplishments as well and family commitments and still find time to to be creative with your pottery. How does one such as yourself do it? Yeah, first and foremost, uh, you uh, you have a wonderful and understanding wife of now 31 <laughs> years. Uh, there you go. Without, without that, it's a little difficult. But, uh, but I don't know. You know, I, I think uh, we are all imbued with certain gifts uh in life and, and uh you know life is a participation sport so yes i i do try to keep balance and i find balance is the point where if you do more than this you're going to get injured uh and i think that's different for everybody you know yeah. some of you guys have the ability to run 100 mile races and while i would love to be able to do that uh, I, I don't think really i'm i'm built uh for that, that distance, I tend to cramp uh, at, you know, a, a marathon around 20 miles. So, uh, you know, I, I would, I would love to be able to go out and, and do a 50 mile event. But uh, for me, I, I find balance in um, doing different stuff, not just running, but, you know, running and, and working uh, a lot and working with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, uh, doing pottery and uh, spending time with my wife and the dogs. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Now, we talked earlier about how you are the youngest of five. What was it like growing up in in that environment? Like you said, with a dad who was super busy and you know the youngest of all those siblings. I mean, 
you hear stories about the youngest. I have a youngest myself, and it's like, you know, wow, how did that work? Yeah, well, uh, for starters, back, back then, you know, everything was real-wheel drive, and they had that hump where the drivetrain came through <laughs> the vehicle, and, and I always got the opportunity to sit in the middle, so I was the guy sitting on the hump, and then, you know, we had this bench that was at the kitchen table, and I sat in the middle on the bench, so uh, I, I think that uh, growing up as the youngest uh, gives you a little bit of tenacity because you learn you will either mm -hmm. eat fast or you won't eat very much. Uh, you got a pretty, pretty quick start if you want to get any of the brownies that are there uh, for after dinner. <laughs> That's true, too. And, and maybe, you know, riding on that hump for all those years may have contributed to the fact that you're the shortest one in the family. Yeah, yeah. That, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's like kind of backing that up a little bit, doing the do a little math on that myself real quick. I didn't major in math either, Jim, so don't count me on that, man. But no worries. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, Boone, App State, lovely. I mean, you know that is clearly, at least in my opinion, one of the loveliest areas of the Daggum state of North Carolina. Mm. Um, how much time did you spend up there uh, outside of college? And do you get a chance to go back and do any running up there? Yeah, you know, I have a place up in Brevard. So my sister, uh, oh, yeah. both of my sisters live up in the Boone Blowing Rock area. Oh, okay. uh, but Sandy and I looked for a house up there for like two years. It was a quest. Uh, and my brother, Rick, who lives in Florida, also had a place in uh, Conistee Falls in Brevard. And mm -hmm. you know, we visited there a few times and sort of fell in love with it. It's a little shorter drive for us. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're not quite uh, as likely to get snow and stuff like that. But we really love it because you have Pisgah National Forest and oh, our house. Know. Yeah, our house is only like seven miles from DuPont. Uh, and so, oh, wow. Yeah, there are a million hikes up there oh, and yeah. just hundreds and hundreds of waterfalls and a, mm -hmm. just a really beautiful area that hasn't uh, yet. I shouldn't be sharing all this, I guess, but it hasn't gotten as grown up as uh blowing rock you know I, so, just a really cool spot yeah i mean and wow and like you said where you're centered you are you have access to all of those things yeah and i i have to admit though i like running in charlotte better i i am not a bad hill runner but i would i i don't enjoy it all that much uh, my friends and i did the um uh what is the the blue ridge relay like oh, yeah. five times mm -hmm. and uh Somehow I always ended up on the on the hill legs that were the, the harder, longer hill legs because I'm not bad at climbing, but I, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of it, you know. <laughs> Having done that race a number of times as well, I don't think there is a, a leg of that that does not contain a hill. <laughs> very, very, very good point. Yeah, so some are some are tougher than others, you know. The, I, the, billy, the billy goats. It it always fascinates me that. You know, there are guys that can do that course and an average six minute pace. It, it very, ah. it's quite an inspiration. And gals, too. That is for well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> guys, pretty, swift, sex term, pretty, right? swift, pretty swift ladies coming out there, especially. Yeah. I, yeah, I run sure. up there with some guys who are, you know, in our age group, and there are a couple of them that are older. And, you know, and because of that, you, know, you get the head start, if you will. And you're coming through there at middle of the night and you hear something you're like, man, I hope that's not a dog. And it's like a, you know, 20 year old woman coming flying by and you're like, oh, yeah, wow, she is really fast. Yeah, I was running out on the parkway, uh, you know, at, at, at like right at dusk uh, on one one of the runs and 
just got to the top of like a two and a half mile climb and I'm like gasping for breath. And this guy, mm-hmm. you know, just comes like sprinting by me yeah. like, man, that was hard, he says. And I was like, dude, you don't know the half of it, you know? He's, he's, he doesn't sound like, he sounds like he's running downhill and I'm, I'm about to lose a lung. No, that just means that, you know, folks like you and I are just spending a little bit more time enjoying it. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Getting our money's worth. Right. That is the rationale I take is, is with every, you know, mile and year that I mercifully, uh, you know, grace to, to, to keep on here. Um, but now, and staying on the running piece, you said you liked running better in Charlotte than you did uh, up in the mountains, which I'm going to definitely have to check you on that one. But that's that's good. You, you yeah, have you. Yeah. <laughs> so what what are your, some of your favorite places to run in Charlotte? You know, if you uh, if you run from my house here in Piper Glen to the other end of the Greenway, mm-hmm. uh, that it starts down at Trader Joe's and Starbucks right. uh, and back, that's that is almost exactly a half marathon. Uh, so, given mm-hmm. that I like flat, the Greenway is about as flat yeah. as it gets around. <laughs> uh, and so, I'll do that sometimes. You know, with COVID, I've been trying to stay off of the Greenway. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I run through from, you know, my house uh, down the street and through Carrington and Rosecliff and then mm-hmm. go into Raintree where you can get all the hills uh, a guy ever wanted. Uh, and so uh, I'll do those routes during the week. And then I run with some friends that are awesome uh, people. Uh, and we usually leave from Coles uh, down past Blakeney uh, and, and run out in that area. And so you know, you can go a lot of different places depending on whether you want hills or or more flat. But yeah, we're we're usually uh, flat seekers. You know, we're looking, looking for the flat. Oh man, exactly. Now, and talking about the COVID piece and trying to stay out of other people's spaces and places and stuff like that. Um, how are you, as a guy who like clearly likes to compete? How are you keeping yourself motivated during these? as they say, unprecedented times. Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've never lacked for motivation. Uh, and I like training as much, if not more than the races. Mm-hmm. So these, these kind of times don't really impact me at all. You know, the, the training, particularly, you know, I run with my friends uh, on, the, uh, on the weekend and mm-hmm. uh, having that opportunity to socialize with them and stuff, you know, six feet apart, of course, we are trying to <laughs> do the right thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's great. So, uh, you know, my, my motivation, you talked about having more birthdays uh, and my <laughs> motivation is to see how well I can perform, you know, for as long as I can do it. Uh, and so I don't, I don't run with earbuds or any of that. You know, when I run, I run to mm-hmm. run uh, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I can run 10 miles and think about how my feet are landing for 10 miles, which is yeah. probably neurotic or something. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> to me, it's, it's cathartic. It's uh, therapeutic just to think about nothing. I'm not thinking about business. I'm not thinking about anything else other mm-hmm. than, you know, how are, how are my hips turning? How are my feet landing? And, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, being in the moment, right? Being in the right, moment. Right, right. Good thing. Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, I, I can't thank you enough for taking a couple of moments to spend time with us on the on that Running Around podcast. Uh, it's been great. I've really enjoyed talking to you and I guess electronically meeting you for the first time, man. But it's like, yeah, likewise. It's like, 
it has been a real treat and really appreciate you taking the time. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the year. Uh, Melissa will let you know uh, when when this podcast is ready to go live and we'll send you a link to it and all that stuff. Yeah, and I apologize for, for Tim's situation. I guess they must be in the car or something. I do not know. We'll figure not, that not out. Not a problem at all. It was an awesome. Apology. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, <laughs> awesome having a chance to talk to you guys. All right, man. I appreciate it. It's 929. I appreciate you taking the 30 minutes, man. Have a great weekend. All right. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Tim just texted an hour.
The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.